Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everybody, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. I'm Don Maeda from Swap Motor Live, joined in-house by Chase Curtis, our guy Alex Ray, and Michael Daddy Antonovich on the line from home. Not daddy yet. Not you, daddy yet. Close. Just as a, as a disclaimer, Anton may peace out on this podcast if he gets the call. Oh, wow. It's, That's that it's close. any minute, yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be an uh, April baby. We might. We Oh, yeah, probably. When I had to do the Ryan uh, Raglan podcast for Stasic last week, I had to do that entire podcast wondering if we were going into, like, early delivery that, or not uh, induced delivery that that whole interview so that was a fun like hour and a half of just stressing so yeah it could be at any minute yeah so anton's child is full term already may like second or third right was the drop dead date that they're going to induce yeah. if it doesn't come by then because like your first kid is sometimes late yeah huh. but uh, i guess she was dilated last week or something yeah it, it so, freaked yeah. anton out she's doing good you know all this after she went to the st louis supercross too so we thought we were going to walk her walk him out of her but he didn't so oh wow it's another week so yeah but it was good it was good to get through atlanta uh that weekend went by so fast because i was like i just got to get home uh without him like popping out did you get home saturday night or did you wait till yeah saturday night at like midnight Hmm. so you're hoping for this week before we head to boston yeah if he doesn't get in there and stir it up he doesn't come this week i'm not coming to boston if your baby is born on Saturday, the same birthday as mine, that's Dude, gonna be badass. That would be sick. that'd be sick. Mm. Yep. Middle name gonna we'll be see. sketchy. We'll see. <laughs> that's hey. why I couldn't go. That's why I can't go this weekend. Is because like Boston is so far. You know, it's like yeah. an but what, 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 what if yeah. she has the baby tonight? Are you gonna still go to Boston? We'll see. <laughs> Come on, Anton. I, no, we talked about it. We talked about it Saturday night after Atlanta, and I. You know, I, I have such a good time going to the races. It's okay, so then, fun. Anton, get in there and stir it up, dude. All <laughs> positions. We'll see. Feet uh, behind see. her he's, head. He's, he says, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Just drink a couple Red Bulls, get in there. <laughs> stir shit up. I was told I was told by people that they don't like it when, they discuss, when we discuss our uh, highly personal lives like this. So I was just going to bow out. Not what? by oh. any one of us. Someone else, a listener, a concerned listener. Oh, oh God! Harden up, concerned listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well, please take care of business, Anton, because I don't want to go to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you gotta yeah. start going to the races again. I know. Man. I will. I will. I just want to race Glen Helen this weekend. Okay. Round two. Glen Helen the- looks sketchy. Did you see freaking Alessi? J- yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, don't want hey, no part of that. Has Mike? Has Mike not had some hard slams? Like lately, me and Dahmer were talking about this today. Mike has had some big get-offs in the last little bit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he's breaking some some news tomorrow on the Swapmore Live show too. So yeah, yeah, we had him on the show last week. Oh wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh, okay, we're not gonna break the news, but not uh, tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But 
But yeah, no, no, no. But see, I would, I would love to compete in round two. Of that's this weekend. The I West Coast like Open. It's this weekend at Glen Helen. What's next weekend? Off. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. I'll huh. go to Denver. Yeah. I'll go to Denver with my bells on, but I really don't want to go to Boston because I want to race. I'd rather be a well, doer than a viewer. What? When do you fly out on Sunday? First flight, like 7 a.m. or something. Why don't you move your flight back and just go out with oh, Sam and I? Oh, birthday party. And yes, go out with Sam and I and Kenny Taco Bell on Saturday night. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, maybe. maybe we that might do it fun. right. You know, we might do it like Anton's brother and get a table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Hey, so do day races go by faster? Yeah. I, bet, I yeah, think yeah. they do, yes, right? Because you have to get up early yeah. anyway, even if it's a night race. Yeah, I mean, you're getting up early. But, I mean, track walk would have been 530 at this race i mean they would have had to turn the lights on because i left my hotel at 6 30 and it was still dark outside mm. and raining gets ass off yeah so yeah i mean i i don't know if if they're gonna have that scheduled that early hey just tell tell everybody ahead of time we'll fly in a day early and have like practice on friday yeah well you're getting that at denver yeah oh i know we're it's getting true. that at denver which is awesome because it'll be even sooner than what Atlanta was supposed to be right. It's even busier or earlier. But practice is Friday in Denver. Well, yeah, yeah, Friday afternoon. Yeah, hey, Eric, when it. did you find out? When did you find out that um, practice had got cut back for the first time this weekend? Uh, we found that out on Friday. Okay, you did uh, know. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We found that out on Friday. It was after press. It was a little bit later, but I think it was when the amateur kids were out there. They all sent out an email. That would have been nice to know because yeah. I set my alarm at like 5.45 to wake up for Peacock. And I woke up, and then I saw, oh, not till 8. And I couldn't go back to bed. So oh, just Yeah. <laughs> the AMA website didn't even update until like way late in the day either. Yeah. Okay, so I saw like some Instagram stuff, the rain and the, the puddles at the track. I Dude, think it was it, – it, it looked horrible. down like, for How hours. did – the track end up so bitching for having that much standing water was there was it built in a way that it channeled into certain places or something yeah i think that was only one spot that was right after the tunnel like on the start straight and i think they scraped all of that off they pumped it off and then you know those first couple practices went out and then the sun you know came out and it was pretty warm that day too mm-hmm. so the more it, it rode more the guys rode on it the more it got developed. I mean, it was still slick a little bit on top, but the, the more they worked it, the more people rode it, aired it out, mm-hmm. and uh, it got better. But it was still slick for the most part, yeah. Yeah. But You know, when we when we went there last year and there was that one mud race, uh, by the time race day came around, it tacked up pretty good, and that that was all good. But, Avery, did you notice how much mulch there was, like, scattered throughout the infield, mixed mm-hmm. into the dirt? There yeah. was a lot. It wasn't just like pure, pure Georgia clay. There was a lot of like organic matter that was mixed up in there. Yeah, I think um, someone made the comment. And they were like, "Dude, is this muddy creek?" <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What's the organic matter? Plants and shit. Well, just like, like mulch, sand, just like all kinds of just like whatever mm-hmm. um, that they had just mixed in because the, the base in a lot of the spots when I walked around the track, like the track was built up a little bit off the infield, mm. and. Um, not like Daytona where they dig it in, but then you could see where there was like a base layer that was laid down to set the foundation because they had had Monster Jam there the week before, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. this is kind of the same principle of like, hey, we got to get this place set down pretty good so it doesn't get all the way torn up. 
Yeah. Uh, another really like interesting thing about that track, there's a full oval, like pavement oval that's cut into that, that they have to be mindful of too, that you guys don't wear down to that concrete because that concrete already is slick. But on Saturday with the mud and the rain, that was straight up ice. Like if you got off the oh. track, you were, you were basically on an ice rink. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the big, uh, big triple. The big talk of Atlanta was the big triple on practice yeah. day. What's that? Yeah. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, so pretty much they built like I heard so many different. I heard it hundred like and I heard one hundred and ten. I heard it's a hundred to one hundred fifty. I heard one twenty-five. <laughs> I, I was leaning more towards like one ten to one twenty-five because. Okay, so I you're, you're in morning triple. press. Yeah. No, I'm not. I was in the afternoon press. I was in the with everybody. Yeah, with everybody. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but, I mean, some people had rode that morning, but uh, I was scared to hit it. I was one of the last ones to hit it in that first session. Um, you know, I come around, and I'm like, I know how to hit a normal triple, right? There was yeah. a normal triple on the track on the far end. It was a bit smaller, but you barely got to hit the gas for triples, right? So I'm seeing this thing, and I'm seeing these guys on these 250s hit it, like, fucking wide Wait. open. And I'm yeah. like, okay, so I'm going to – I was just thinking to myself, I'm going to hit this thing super fast the first time. And if I OJ it, I OJ it. You know, like, whatever. I just don't want to case it. Yeah. So I come out of the corner. I'm going pretty fast. And then, like, I am give it some gas. And then at the base, I'm like, you know what I mean? Mm. Thinking I'm going to overjump it by 20 feet. Downside it perfect. I'm like, <laughs> really? holy <laughs> shit, this jump is big. I'm like, bum, bum, bum. Like, just floating. I'm like, <laughs> Dude, it was a big jump. Obviously, it was a fun jump, but I wouldn't want to hit it that close to, like, the start yeah. of a race. And that was another talk. You're not doubling that. Like, I, there's no way. I'm either going to single double it or I'm going to triple it. Yeah. There's no way I'm doubling that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, no. A lot of us were like, no, I ain't even going to double it. I'm just either I'm either going to triple it or I'm going to roll it. And so that was a talking point, too, with, you know, the – track builders and everything they're like man it's too close to the start it's a big jump these guys are going to be sending it cross jumping like it's a first lap it's a big jump they at that point we weren't spread out enough i don't think so that's why they decided hey go around it for the next session because some people had already cased it crashed hunter lawrence you know bogle cased it wageman cased it like a lot of people were getting sketchy over it so were there um, I'm, i'm sure there was guys not doing it at all um like C practice. Phil didn't guys. do it, did he? Yeah, I think Phil did it. He did. Yeah, oh. I think everyone was Dude, doing it. Hymas did it like first lap of yeah. the futures qualifier. Yeah, Hymas did it pretty quick. But there were there were some amateur kids that didn't do it. Um, but everyone pretty much did it for the most part. It was just scary, very scary. So, Malcolm pointed out a, a really good thing, and A Ray, you would say this too. You guys were jumping into the wind onto that. So yeah. if you were a little bit like sideways, you just caught it like a kite and just dropped. And that's exactly what pretty much exactly what happened to Hunter. Mm. Um, you know, and I agree with what you what you guys are saying, A-Ray, that you guys would be way, way too bunched up. I mean, that was I think even that rhythm way to jump into that tunnel like that. You guys were still yeah. really, really jammed up to try to funnel in like that, that that would be crazy to double it. I mean, hell, you're only another 20 feet short of doubling it, and you're just going to fall out of the sky. Yeah. So, yeah, that thing was really, really weird. Um, that To see 
Hunter crash as hard as he did and then just go tumbling like that, like you knew something big was going to happen. So it's pretty remarkable that he just tapped his head one time and just kept it going. Anderson yeah. was like, dude, screw this. I'm not even going to ride the second session. Yeah. Yeah, really? there, there was a lot of a people lot of guys who were, didn't. A lot who of guys were upset didn't. with that and with the track the way it was. Hmm. But, uh, I mean, overall, like the track, it was really fun. Um, but, yeah, there, that triple was, was Okay, but let me ask you this. If, unnecessary. If Hunter hadn't crashed – they still would have changed it. Yeah, because Jet it? Anderson and Tomac complained yeah. right right away before they even yeah. hit the track, right? Like Tomac was like had his hands up, like pissed. On track right? walk? Yeah. No, well just like on Friday press after he wrote. He's like he's oh. looking at the Dirtworks guys like <laughs> How many people have to die this weekend? Like yeah. we're 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 already risking our lives. How many more people have to crash out, you know, whenever the field's already this depleted? So You yeah. know you know what's funny is we're chasing our at Jeremy's house this morning, mm-hmm. McGrath and I asked him, what did you think of that? And he goes, well, look, 450s are way more powerful than 250s of the old days used to be. 250s now, 250Fs are even more powerful than the 250s back in the day. He goes, size of the jumps are limited by the size of the stadium, right? And he goes, yeah. if you have more space, why not make bigger shit? Like, he was all for it, which yeah, is yeah. kind of funny. But maybe he didn't consider how close to the start it was. Yeah. Yeah. Would it have been a different story with that big jump if it was like – just if it was the on the line. other, if it was on the like by the finish line or on even on the other side where the other triple was, I think they would maybe would have considered keeping it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and if it, they round it, maybe change the landing, rounded it off. Yeah, even it, with right? that double, I don't think that they shortened it up that much because that double was still pretty fucking big, mm-hmm. and I had to hit it pretty fast. So it was just a way more forgiving landing, and you know you had a little bit more room for error mm-hmm. there. Scary though. Yeah, it was scary. How I did not. That was, that's the first time. I mean. I don't know, three or four times. Yeah, I mean that was the first time in a long time I was scared to do a jump. You know, yeah. like it's been it's been a while. Like, like, yeah, you pretty much have all the jumps. You know what to do and all the rhythm sections and like the triples and all of that stuff. But that's the first time in a probably since my 250F days. I was like, dude, I gotta fucking jump this triple, <laughs> fuck, man. You know, so can you imagine if you had cased it, what it would have happened to your wrists? Oh, I'd oh. Bro- I, dude, it was snapped. I wouldn't yeah. race. That gold chain would have snapped off. <laughs> No, I mean I was already I was already in a lot of pain yeah. to begin with, and if I had cased it, I, I probably wouldn't have raced on Saturday. I wonder what. Uh, did you talk to Wageman or Bogle? Uh, no. no did I you, did Anton? Not. No, uh, I saw Wageman at the hotel, but I didn't even think about that. Bogle's <laughs> one because I I filmed that one from behind, and you can just see I didn't even know that I got it when I got it. You just see how hard his landing is. It's just like pop, yeah. and then he just keeps going. And then somebody in our YouTube was like, you can tell that he didn't know, like, that's how fast you got to hit it. Like, you just needed that little bit extra. RJ overjumped it, Hampshire did, and when the 250s went out. Ooh. And I was like, whoa, you know, because that shows how hard that was to judge. And I heard that the to find the sweet spot of that landing was really, really difficult mm-hmm. because it was so steep on the downside of it. You know, for RJ to go as long as he did, I was like, whoa, dude, that was that was a big one. Um yeah, that, that thing was kind of crazy. And there's so much hang time that was in that whole track because, like you said, A-Ray, down at the other part, there were three jumps that were standard-sized Supercross triples pretty yeah. much back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one triple going into the left-hander and the far yeah. side, dude, that it looked a, so it, awkward for it you It was guys. a small triple. It was yeah. a small triple, but, I mean, I think uh, the rain had a lot to play in the factor with that. I was going to ask, was it? It was pretty steep. It, okay. was a, it was a steep face, and then you, had, you were coming into it with a lot of speed coming yeah. out of that sand. So and it and it was a it was a short triple that one was mm-hmm. so 
Were the jump faces real ready this weekend? No, not too bad. Really? <clears throat> held up. Yeah, they held up pretty hey, well. Hey, Alex, did it? Did that track feel like with just the way it was, like really narrow? So on Friday when I was like watching how fast you guys went from the tunnel, like over the start straightaway and then funneled into the finish line, or then the way that it came from like across the start straightaway again and into that big jump, it just seems like when you guys are going that fast and all of that, there's no way you can break off. Like they built that berm so big before the finish line, but nobody went 10 feet out. There was no need for it. No, there wasn't a need for it. Within. Yeah. yeah. It just seems like you guys are just like on just a rail all the way around there. Yeah. Like a few spots like that were one line. I mean, there was places to pass for sure, but there was a couple spots that were, that were pretty one line like that. And I'm surprised too, in that section uh, with the finish line, we were going into the finish line with so much speed. And at that angle, I was nervous that people were going to scrub the finish line too hard and catch a peg. Oof. I forgot who yeah. I seen. Someone did catch a peg, but, like, they saved it. I think it, it might have been Forkner. I don't know. It might have been someone on a Cowie. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I just see someone Superman off that thing. Because <laughs> we're going into it with so much speed and so much yeah. lean angle. Your bike compresses. Your foot peg is only – I mean, it's right there on the face mm-hmm. of the jump. So that, that, that type of stuff is scary. Is it a big uh, shock – to get to this track, and it's so much faster than the other one. Yeah, but because whenever they play, the, put the sand in there, the Supercross suspension just does not work in that mm-hmm. sandy shit. Like, and that stuff is deep. It's like beach sand, right? Yeah. So, yeah, your bike doesn't really work well. You're jumping into it, launching, and then there's ruts all the way across in the sand, and then you're just plowing into it. And then, like, to get your bike to work through there, it's very difficult for sure. Hey, through the other sand section that you're not launching into, or the mm-hmm. split lane. Yeah. Dude, there were probably like, I think five or six passes, and all the guys benefiting were in the left, far left lane. Yeah. yeah. Was it, why was it so much faster? It See, like. I thought I thought in practice the right side was going to be right. faster, but the last roller on the right-hand side sort of mm. put you out in sort of like the soft, gooey shit, mm. and then the left, it just set you up better for like that next... Okay. Like that triple yep. and that left-hander, it just it just set you up a little bit better. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, racing. Anderson, Tomac. Anderson was ripping all day. Hmm? Sexton? Sexton? Sexton, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so I feel like Sexton threw it away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was the fastest guy. I mean, he crashed in the main and still got third, worked his way up, and caught the guys. So, I, I don't know. I don't think anyone was touching Anderson. Um had Sexton not crashed, I think he would have won the race, obviously. Mm-hmm. But once that happened, I don't think Sexton – Yeah, I, he just – he had a flow. Was there a uh, – And and um, Anderson was doing that 3-4 before the whoops Yeah, in the main mm-hmm. event. Yeah, they were doing uh, that on press day. But right. since with the rain and everything how it was, they were just going 2-2-3 for the most part. But Anderson, he uncorked that 3-4 in the main event. Mm-hmm. Was there a uh, – after the tunnel – was there a little curb or something on the right? Is that why Eli swapped out all crazy, or was that too much gas? Well, so they built that berm up, right? They built the berm, like, all the way up around it. Mm-hmm. So whenever they're coming into it, they're coming into it, jumping to the inside and fading out to the to the outside. Mm-hmm. And I think his, just, his rear wheel was just catch – it caught the end of that berm and just flicked him back. Flicked him back. Yeah. That's the same thing that Moose Can did. Yeah. Dude. Did you see that it blew Marvin's glove off? No, I didn't Shut see that it blew. Up, really? I didn't, really? Wow. Yeah, it blew his glove off. 
Maybe yeah, that's he, like, why he goes to get back on the bike and he stops and then he picks his glove up and like puts <laughs> it back on. Yeah. Yeah, I was curious how he got so far back. Obviously, I knew he crashed, but at yeah. the same time, he was way back and you know behind the last place guy. But lucky for him, he caught all the way up back to tenth. I think so. Yeah. Good ride for him, dude. Oh, what a crazy. save by Barsha through the whoops! Wow. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, no, that was that was pure strength right there. <laughs> his glove came off. That's. Um, on the Sexton thing, he said in How Was Your Weekend that he fell because it's the front-end issue that they've been chasing all year. Same mm-hmm. thing. Like He's like, whoops are good. It's all good in all these other places. He's like, but I just don't have this feeling in the corners like that. And uh, he said in How Was Your Weekend last week that him and Trey had been working on a suspension setting and that they had gotten it better. Um, you know, they're back to the factory Honda clamps. But he said, yeah, that's just – that's what happened is that he just didn't have – he just didn't have it in the front end, and when he went to push, it just went away. Um, got I mean, lucky that he didn't catch a peg there yeah. in the back mm-hmm. when the bike was Either on that or even the the pipe burning the him, pipe you know? or anything. Yeah. yeah, the chain something. But that yeah, was probably got, the best uh, or the least violent crash we've seen from him all year. It just <laughs> yeah. it just seems like there's like on that front end lean angle on the Honda on the, that front end of his bike mm-hmm. it just seems like there's a lot of flex in that front end <clears throat> and I don't and I think it's for him on that bike I think it's a little unpredictable and that's why he's crashing because every single crash that he's had this year has had pretty much the same characteristic yep mm-hmm. so the flick yeah so I, I don't know maybe he needs you know, to talk to uh, so good bike Jason Jason yeah dude, my bike works good <laughs> I wonder what it is too with the um with the 250s because jet and hunter both have those cast stock fork or uh fork lugs on the bottom and jet told me it was because they're trying to get like a front end feel so i mean obviously honda's trying everything to get that issue alleviated yeah yeah because i i don't think you can really modify the you can't modify the frame in the u.s right you can add material but you can't take material mm-hmm. off. oh gotcha yeah gotcha. and it sounds like that they've done all of that already mm-hmm. like they pretty much hit their wits end on that okay Hmm. I thought you said the Honda is an amazing bike for Supercross. It is for you, for me. No, I think I think the Honda is amazing. I mean, yeah. like coming <laughs> coming into this year, obviously before I I hurt my wrist, I felt like I, this is the best I'd ever ridden. Mm-hmm. Like I was riding really well, like everything was going good. Obviously, I had lack of prep, but at the same time, I feel like my speed was like the best it had ever been. You know, so yeah, I, I I'm gelling really well with the Honda. Mm-hmm. I'm just not gelling really well with myself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Anton, what did Eli have to say after the race? Was he? Uh... I, didn't get the, I didn't get the chance to talk to him. Okay. Um, but what I had noticed, and so, like, back to what you said, A-Ray, about that 3-4 on press day, Eli didn't get it. I have video of him, like, kind of not getting it just right. And so he didn't really ever do it consistently on Saturday, especially when the weather was bad. But uh, I rewatched the race, and I noticed that he was, like, hitting his clutch. Like, he was mm-hmm. putting some play in the adjustment lever. Mm. And then I listened to Mathis's, uh, like, the their podcast, their review, and he said that EY thought the bike was, like, getting hot, so he went into salvage mode. Mm. And I was surprised that he said that, and I've it kind of, like, gives me a little bit more to think about on this. So at Daytona, that's the first time that we've seen him make that blue bike smoke the way he used to make the Cowie smoke so much. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And it wasn't hot there, you know, and then it really wasn't that hot on Saturday either. It was humid, but it wasn't hot. 
and he was already saying like, oh yeah, you know, I thought it was doing something where it was getting hot again. So I'll be interested to see what he does this summer, you yeah. know, for 24 yeah. motos, yeah. especially if this Cairoian hurlings thing is true where those dudes are super efficient. Like yep. their bikes don't ever overheat or anything like that. And, you know, looking at that track was so slick. So I'm sure that Eli was just on the clutch hardcore, you know, yeah. just using it to modulate the power across the start straightaways and everything like that. And then especially at the sand pits. So that was really a big test of his bike, but hearing him say like, or hearing him tell Mathis and then watching him like adjusting the clutch like that, I'm like, oh yeah, he was really putting that bike to the test and he was just a little off. Like in the whoops, he didn't seem like super precise. You know, I, that was an interesting ride by him because I think so many of us thought like, oh yeah, Eli, big track like this, it's on. And yeah. It just didn't mm-hmm. shape up that way. Jason is so good on that kind of terrain. You know, he's yep. been riding in California only the Supercross season. So that clay is just like Corona Clay Company clay. And then we were talking when we did How Was Your Weekend. We're just hanging out by the Cowie truck. And he's like, hey, Anton, you know, you used to race like flat track. Or actually, Zach Commons asked me that. And Anderson's like, oh, you did? I was like, yeah, we would do like Navi Night TT stuff. And he's like, we used to do the same thing in New Mexico. And then he was talking about this little bull ring dirt track that they would ride at. So like hearing how good Jason is and seeing how good he is on that kind of terrain. And then you hear like, Oh yeah, dude, it's because that's what he grew up riding on. That was the perfect track for him. And I don't think anybody realized that going into it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Jason's back in New Mexico now. Right. Uh, yeah. For the rest full of the time. Season. Yeah. Full time. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. interesting though about the Eli thing, just cause I've been talking with a couple of friends. Obviously he's, kicking ass through supercross and whatnot and then dylan won the championship on the bike last year but they have two completely different riding styles and two different engine packages completely completely, right so yeah it's going to be interesting outdoors if we see the yamaha being as reliable as it has been you know because he'll be his his yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, his he'll be the first guy to ever put that bike to the test like that Mm -hmm. you know he's the first guy that's ever said like give me more power so like you know, what when you, <laughs> you know, ask you know, for more funny, power Ant- like that. Anton, we had Colt Nichols in last week. And uh-huh. We were talking about it, and like he rode the 450 factory bike, and he said it was ridiculous. Like, oh really? Yeah, you can't even imagine asking for more the way Eli has. You know, uh, Stars doing Colton Haas engines now in the GPS. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's I wonder how badass. how much of a pain in the ass that is, like, because they have the different fuel rules in the gps and so you i would to, assume that's just mapping right yeah i, mean, I would I, I would i would assume that they would build the engine over here right <coughs> like mm-hmm. hey, and send it or something but yeah and send it and then when they would they would get the bike over there obviously to they would that put it on the dyno and map it to their spec of, hmm. and their yeah. fuel and everything yeah. their sound yeah mm-hmm. hmm. okay why didn't you make the main uh yeah so pretty much um so obviously, Triple Crown, St. Louis, there was a ton of laps. I think there was like, I mean, combined throughout the whole day, it was probably like 60-something laps, you know, with yeah. qualifying, everything. That's the most I've ridden all season. Yeah, your wrist like was I, trash last week. When we were at yeah, yeah, it was trash. Like, like even I tried to ride yeah, on I, Wednesday. I thought you weren't going to race because that's what you were saying. I, I, I tried my best. Like, yeah. So I seen you at the track on Wednesday. I pretty much rode a half a lap. I said, can't do this. Loaded my shit up and went back home, right? Did press. Um, pretty much the only thing I was worried about is jumping that big-ass triple. 
because I was like, I got everything else, whatever. I just need to do this big ass triple. So I jumped the triple, whatever. I pulled off. I was like, hey, I don't, I can't ride the next session. Like, it's too much pain. Like, I had taken Tylenol, whatever, like, taped my wrist up, all of that. Couldn't ride. Saturday, it's just in so much fucking pain. Um, delayed schedule. I was hoping that it was going to be such a mutter to where we didn't have to fucking jump a single thing. Then I would have had a chance, right? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, but you only missed it in the heat race by one, right? So, like, the what the with the way the bone bruise is, it gets worse and worse the more I ride throughout the day, right? So, I did. I went out for practice. I did a roll lap. Looked at the track, seeing which way it went, and I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I did all the jumps the second lap, and that was my fast lap. I went fucking. I did all the jumps. I went three on off three three first lap. Did one lap, said, all right, I'm done. Pulled off. Mm -hmm. Went back to the truck. Ended up qualifying like 25th or something. And then, uh, yeah, like, I was just so fucking nervous all day. Because it's it's like hanging onto a tennis ball, but with knives sticking out of the tennis ball. Because, mm -hmm. like, I can't grip the bike the way I want to. And then, it, like, obviously, whenever I land off of a jump, it just fucking hurts so bad, right? So, the heat race, I got through it. But it wasn't – I was going backwards. I was getting past, and then people were crashing. So, like, I kind of got lucky with the 10th place, honestly. And then LCQ, um, I don't get a good start. And then we're all bunched up going into that big-ass jump over there. <clears throat> I just – I said, no, I'm not jumping that. I go around the track, around – you know, off the track because I didn't want to get landed on or something or land on anyone because it was just kind of sketchy where I was. And I get back on. I'm not – I'm still going backwards. I can't hang on. And then – like, I'm just – it was hurting so bad, I pulled off with, like, a lap to go. I was mm -hmm. like, I can't – I can't ride. I'm going to fucking kill myself. So, uh, I'm going to rest it up this week and see how it is in, in Boston. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it just – it just sucks, man. I, like, I haven't – I haven't ridden yeah. at all. <clears throat> it just – yeah. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying my best, but that's all I can do right now. So, yeah. Jay, I mean, even Jason's, you know, trying to help me out. He's talking to – you know, some people, like some NFL people that he knows in, on the East Coast, he's like, hey, like asking them for advice. How do you fix a bone bruise? You know, like red light mm -hmm. therapy, this, 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 this. So I'm I'm working on it. I'm, I'm getting it figured out. I just, it needs rest, but I have no time to rest it because there's a race every weekend. We don't have a break. We don't have a month break. So I got three more to go, deal with it, and then fucking take the summer off. Then team manager. Yep. Yeah. Um, Michael, what place does Eli have to get this weekend to wrap it up? I think it just um, has to be Jason, the, right? I think it's I like think it's four it pretty much has to be Jason. I just had the points pulled up. He is, I mean, he's almost fifty, almost fifty up. Uh, I think he is actually like fifty-three up. Yeah. So he could do it this weekend. It would be fifty-six points. So a win. Jason gets second. Eli wins. Would be close. Jason gets third. But yeah, I, I what it would be uh, exactly? I'm not sure. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Any other things to talk about in 450s before we go break? Does Eli uh, back it down this weekend and wait to do it in Colorado? No, he said no. Oh. Yeah, I asked him in the press conference. Yeah. <laughs> well, home. home uh, that would have been cool, yeah. Home race champion? Yeah. I don't know, man. Anything could happen, though. So he would need to just get uh, four more points on, on Jason. Yeah. First gear starts in Denver, though. Because of the altitude? Yeah. Hell yeah. 
The altitude up there is fucking shitty. Uh, I, I will say that I was surprised by Webb. Yeah. 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 Webb, like, Webb was running really good. I rewatched the race last night, and I was like, how did Cooper get second? And then I forgot. Like, dude, at one point on Friday, I didn't even know if he was riding. You know, and then on Saturday when I saw him, uh, it's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, because after last week, we never really heard if he would be back in Atlanta or not. Um, but, yeah, just kind of the way the – 450 main shook out he got into second but that was a strong ride like he was right there those top guys were all really really close on time um so that was pretty good uh ken was there too yeah. so a rate i'm you're not racing the nationals this year but your guys i'm sure did their media stuff maybe yeah but they had you know everybody doing their outdoor motocross tv stuff so ken was there for that uh and all of his honda gear so that kind of leads you know more like <clears> hey yeah he is you know, at least planning to race. I know there's a lot of people that don't know what he's going to do or not right now, but uh, he's there, so there's that. Hmm. Yeah, it seemed like uh, like first through sixth was just flip flopping, except for yeah. Anderson, obviously. But like Sexton crashed, Barsha crashed, Marvin crashed. Like everyone was just, I don't know, flip flopping. I guess right. Yeah. You know, and it, and it was cool to see Marvin come all the way back to tenth. And he made a push for Hartraff, but Hartraff fucking kicked up another gear, and he he got her going. But those, yeah, I mean, those, all those guys are riding so, so fucking amazing. And mm. even even the privateers too, like like Norin, Brees. I mean, my teammate Cade, he obviously had a mechanical issue, but like those guys are riding so good. Fucking Chiz just hopped on a 450 yeah. this weekend off of a 250, and he had and technical issues in practice. Yeah, he didn't even get to practice really. He did like one lap. Yeah, he he did a lap like me, and then he comes out in the heat race and gets what like fifth. Mm-hmm. And then eighth in the main event, just crushes it, Crazy. right? Yeah. So, yeah, Kyle did great. That was awesome. And he, him, and JB, like just watching those two guys, just like one after another, just ripping, just clicking off the laps, just clicking off laps. No sketchy moments, no big mistakes, no nothing. Where you're just like, wow, dude, these guys could just go on all day like this. Like, there's there's no reason that they would stop right now. Yeah. Well, shout out to Moto Memes for the the picture of Bogle in the pits that said he lost his carburetor. I was crying. I was, I was crying. <laughs> oh yeah, I actually met him this weekend. Did you? Yes. Yeah. Put a face to the, to the Moto Means page. Nice. Nice. Yeah. He actually DM me. He's like, yeah, it's nice meeting you this weekend. It's like uh, I think he said, uh, uh, now you know like what face you would like to punch whenever like you know, we do <laughs> something about you. Nice. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he's not trying to be a superhero. Protect his identity. No, no, he can't say, hey, what's up, dude? Did you say uh, I'm Moto Memes? Yeah. <laughs> I thought That's it was cool. pretty cool. Yeah, he was out there lurking. Nice. All right, well, let's take a quick break to uh, hear from our sponsors. Race Deck is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years' experience personalizing your suspension setups. Race Tech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance and increased traction. Hey everyone, it's Pierce Brown of the Troy Lee Red Bull Gas Gas team. Gas Gas motorcycles are the fun and approachable launch pad into the performance off-road motorcycle world. With a rich heritage in off-road motorcycle racing and trials competition, Gas Gas has a distinct, vibrant, and inviting style with a playful, proudly Spanish character. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge hubs 
the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now, next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Tabor. Um, in the break, yeah. A Ray's talking about <laughs> healing his wrist with beef bone broth. Yeah, I got I got to drink some beef bone broth or something. Maybe you're supposed to soak in it. Maybe I'll just like get some noodles and then just pour the beef bone broth and it'd be like some pho. What is it like the pho? Yeah, like the yeah, just like a bowl of. Japanese traditional well, food. Who are you talking to about your wrist? Like doctors? Uh, yeah, like, uh, well, Jason, like I said, he, he knows, like, some some guy that works with, like, some football teams or something. Like NFL so the football teams. trainer told you to drink beef bone broth? I don't know, man. I don't know. But at this point, I can, I'll try anything. I'll try anything to be able to hang on to a motorcycle. Because yeah. right now, like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Well, let's go to cryo later. Yeah, let's go. Okay. After this? Uh, I have to go do some therapy on it. Um, and Dr. Well, Nick, call me tonight. I'll yeah, see if yeah. they're open late. Yeah. Okay. Two fifties East West shootout. First one of the year. Highly anticipated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny cause when they only did one, like in Vegas, it almost always seemed like neither the champions would win. It always yeah. be some other guy. So it's kind of like, they need to do these at the beginning of the year. Like even yeah, I mean, at this part of the year, like we already know who's going to get the champions, so we are always like, eh. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if they add if they did this at Anaheim one, how exactly, pissed dude. off It'd the manufacturers insane. would be because everyone, like all the lights kids, get hurt, mm-hmm. and that's why they all ride the East Coast. Yeah, what if true. they what if they leveled the playing field and had to be ready for Anaheim one, just Indeed. like the 450 guys? That'd be pretty nuts. Mm. 
I mean, that that would never happen, no, obviously, because no. all the manufacturers would bitch. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what yeah. if that's something that you had to do, you know? Yeah, so there was no uh, plan B if you got hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. You would miss a race. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Hunter comes out and wins. Did anyone expect that? I mean, we all. I think everyone, dude, everyone I talked to was like, Hunter, 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 Hunter. Really? Yeah. Uh, not me. Really? I, you know, I thought. Well, I thought Craig was going to wax him. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, for a second, I thought Forkner was just going to hold shot and pull away. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Your mechanic thought he was going to win. Yeah? Forkner? No, uh, Hunter. Hunter. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, he said it in Blair's little video thing. He's like, he, he, he called Hunter for it. Dude, I, Forkner was going for it. Yeah, yeah that yeah. heat was pretty rad. <laughs> uh, I think he's clo- like he's one podium away from being back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Mm. Yeah, I think. I mean, honestly, he's he's been hurt, right? Like, how much therapy he's been, has he been doing? How much training has he been able to do? I don't know. I think that you know he did have that tip over. I think he might have just got a little bit winded. I mean, fitness has never really been an issue with him. I don't <laughs> think. But you know, like whenever you throw a crash in there, you've been hurt. You haven't been, you haven't had that race pace for a few weeks. You come back and you get thrown to the wolves. You know, you might it might get a little bit ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think for his first race back, I think he did decent. I think he did really good. Yeah. Yep. So, I uh, I was not surprised that Jet came back to where he did, but, but I was surprised how he caught yeah. them. Like he caught the top two. Did you see the lap times? Yeah. He ran a 120. No one, not even 450 class, ran a 120. Like, even after the big jump, say, the, the big triple jump, right? Yeah. Like, before that wall, he was hitting a little breaking bump, jumping into the pocket, <laughs> and scrubbing off of that wall. Jesus. Like, just little stuff like that, and, like, he's adding up time, like, throughout the whole lap to, like, I don't know, he's fucking, he's good, man. <laughs> and his his whoop speed's right, right there with freaking... <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, Christian. Christian, yeah. Did uh, so, I, I may have missed it. Did Christian slip up towards the end or something? He fell, but I don't think they showed it on TV. Yeah, he I don't went think down they did in either. The same corner they're, that Sexton went down. Yeah, in. they were talking about something in the press conference, but I didn't know what they were talking about. I'm pretty sure they didn't even touch on it on the TV. Yeah, yeah. he had he had dirt on his shoulder for sure. Yeah, because he was he was actually reeling in Hunter, and then all of a sudden he was like six five. seconds. Yeah. Back. yeah, yeah, so. And towards the end, I think he seen Jet coming, and he wicked it up a little bit because they all caught back up to Hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, so Hunter rode great, start to finish. You know, yep. yeah. Bummer for Joe. I mean, he had a podium there, but you know, he hey, he fought for it though. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> yeah, when he see that thing is he came back right. And yeah. Dove back on her, but he never finished it. Yeah. You know, because they're buddies. And Do you think he was screaming in the helmet, Don said, be a dick, be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But when I was watching, I was like, yeah. And then he would ease up right at the last second. Yeah. Yeah, he had some chances. He I was kind of surprised because they're buddies, and that was like a little, ooh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Could you imagine <laughs> if he had plowed him off? Dude. Mertz would have had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you talk to any of those guys, Anton? <clears throat> Uh, I talked to the whole 250 podium. Uh, yeah. All the PC guys were gone. Uh, a lot of 250 guys, especially were, that are on the West Coast, were trying to get flights out yeah, on Saturday right. night. Um, you know, for for Hunter, he said that he just kind of didn't feel well all day until it was time for the main event, like until the 30-second card went up. And he's like, and then just all of a sudden, I just felt like it was on. And that was a great ride by him. I mean, those were 
good hunter conditions too. You know, that was really slick, really technical, which favors him a lot. Um, and I was thinking about it too. That's the second win in a row, you know, win in a row, fourth on the season against Christian. Like, Hurst having a pretty good year, you know, mm-hmm. like that. Like, it, Loki has been very good. He hasn't had Christian speed at times, but uh, all in all, I mean, this has been very, very good. Yeah, I mean, if uh, I'm Honda, him. I'm stoked. Totally, yeah. right? I mean, Honda went 1-2. One, 1-2, two. One, one, two, or 1-1 one, one for those, and then 1-3 in that. that. That's a great day for them. I mean, that's a lot of potential. And then even off the start, they didn't get out-dragged. You know, I mean, they're hitting all the gears down that start straight away, and there's a red bike at the front both times. That bike looks uh, very fast. It does look fast. Very it looks, fast. It looks good. Yeah. Um, and then I would think, you know, for Jet, he said, you know, there was there was even talk from people, like, within the race series, like, hey, you know, we might be awarding a number one play tomorrow. So, like, isn't that cool? And then I asked Jet about that after the race. He's like, yeah, I kind of thought about it. He's like, but, you know, when you think about it, that's when it doesn't happen. So I was just trying not to think about it. And yeah. um, kind of an odd mistake by him. But, man, like you said, A-Ray, just ripping through the pack. Like, Dude. moves that he was making through all of that was unbelievable. Uh, his start in that heat race got Forkner two times. Like, he, he messed up Forkner halfway down the straightaway. And then when he fell, he got Forkner again. And that really botched Austin's heat race up to, so to see him come back even that further was pretty incredible. Um, but then for Christian and those guys, you know, we had built it up so much that we thought it was going to be them. Like all those guys just jetting Christian going head to head, but neither of them wanted to do it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they both thought like just title, just go get the points you need to get and don't try to like do anything excessive to beat the other guy unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, did you go over to the KTM tent? at all afterwards i didn't uh i was very surprised by that but like i said last week you know max has got that shoulder issue and it seems like he just has no strength in the whoops like well, he, i guess no, he, he just, just got the whoops. he got no time on the track yeah that and he got fucked on the yeah. on the on the whole like yeah. practice thing too because being in the unseen yeah, yeah yeah because luke nice was in that practice too and i mean dude aj catanzaro you know was was in the show so like and he was on a 150 but like I just think I think personally the the track conditions that first practice were very very slick because I mean that was right after the that was right after the um, the track walk and we were walking the track and we're like man this is gonna be slick for the first couple practices yeah. so it's a bummer to see you know I'm sure he was bummed um, you know that was just yeah I don't know I mean, he but like the thing that I can't figure out is when you watch him ride. Like, he looks bitching <laughs> yeah. like he always looks. Yeah. Like, on Friday, watching him on press day, he's throwing the bike around all the way down the rhythm lane, yep. like, landing rear wheel first in the corners and, like, taking off. And he was doing the same thing in St. Louis, but it's not translating into, like, fast lap times. So, like, I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know what it would be that's, like, the disconnect. Yeah. I was watching qualifying, and I, the second he went down on the whoops, I was like, oh, no, here we go. And every yeah. single lap, he'd be like, all right, that was a good one. And then, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Because he wasn't even fastest and unseated. He was like, I think he was behind Hardy Munoz and stuff. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Has he been painting helmets or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, at that point, does he keep going yeah. to Supercross? Or does I he just know. wait for the outdoors? Because he's good out there for sure. Not that he's not good at Supercross. Yeah. Weird deal for I sure. I don't I don't know too because he hasn't written like he hasn't ridden any outdoors. He said, "Yeah, mm-hmm. you know." 
So, like, what what would they do? There's only two more races left that he has to do uh, this weekend and then the, the last showdown in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. So, like, who knows what they would do? But, I mean, really, it's so strange. And somebody and I were talking, and they're like, man, I would hate to be, like, in his position right now because you know that group. Like, if you're not living throat. up to the expectations, you're you're not having a good time over there, you know? Yeah. And, like, this is a contract year. You know, they, they banked on him coming to Supercross early to get a contract. What, wasn't it a two-year deal or was it a three-year deal? I think case? it was a three-year deal. I think he has one okay. more year. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then he's good on that. But, like, yeah, this is one of those things where you can't have, like, a blemish <laughs> on your record for that team. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's a bummer. Hey, yeah. Anton, when you're watching R- RJ Ryder, like, are you – nervous yeah (laughs) terrified now do you think do you think that's a lot like do you think that has to do with anything of him just struggling with the bike right now or do you think that's just the way he is uh there's some of it that's the way he is because there were even times last year where i was like okay when he but it's even more this year it he definitely has it's even even sketchier yeah put it this way Last summer, when like he was doing good in the nationals, and all the talk of like, man, when RJ kicks ass in 2022, and then he gets on a 450 in 2023, like it's on. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, if you put him on a 450, like he's gonna get hurt. He's gonna get hurt really bad. That's a lot of bike. Like, is he gonna yeah. reel it in, or is he gonna make it better? And then this year, it's more of the same issues like when he's in the whoops it's it's so like oh, dude, he's like he's carrying the wheel of the front wheel to the third whoop but it's like he's not even straight coming in but he's no. wide open yeah wide open Are you like the commitment level is fucking through the roof i so, props to him but god dog so you know last week we were talking and, and I was like, you know, I mean, that's a big deal for RJ because he needed a result like that because I'm sure that things aren't going good over there. Yeah. Apparently, he already has a contract uh, offer back from Husky, mm-hmm. so shows what we know. Yeah, are you gonna? Shows what I know, at least. Yeah, are you gonna offer him a casual contract? <clears throat> Maybe. Hey, I like oh. that hoodie you're wearing today. It's nice, on, It's comfy. Yeah, it's, good. it's not too thick. You can wear it on a hot ass day like today. Yeah, it's 90 degrees <laughs> outside, and he's wearing pants and a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold in Encinitas. Okay? Oh. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, I would have understood if you were like wore it underneath your vest whenever you're like boss hogging it over mm-hmm. here but mm-hmm. you came in your truck today so no the hog's down again down yeah what the fender that was painted the wrong color again no i just the like one of my shifter bolts like fucking flatted out so i gotta go get new hardware oh, my shifter doing this just like hey just like my my roommate dude he's always working on his yeah dude, what I mean, what we got to do to keep that thing going, man? Do, do you need a full-time mm-hmm. mechanic? It's a Harley. I think so, yeah. yeah. It's a Harley, dude. When are you going to start doing the burnouts and the wheelies? Like for When unknown. I can afford tires. For unknown? His parents listen to the podcast. He's not allowed to do such things. No wheelies. Oh, okay. What if it's mm-hmm. like like in an enclosed environment? like Still no wheelies. At a stunt show. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey Ray, you're on to something. The same way we have your nephews in for the Stasic, like right just, just one of them. He just should, one of them is going just to Salt one Lake. Of them. Okay, yeah. Well, we should get Chase in for the smoke show as always. <laughs> Dude, right? Hell no. Yeah, that would be sick. Right? Kenny Bell could make that happen. D- yeah, Kenny Bell could make that happen. We could call Monster Kenny Bell Mike. will not make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could get, mo- get you a monster deal. No. Monster yeah. sketchy deal. Uh, we can get him a color bomb tire from Western Power Sports. Color I mean, if not tire. you, we can for sure get Benny in. Benny will be Benny there. Benny will do it. Yeah, Benny oh, will yes. be there. For sure. Yeah. That's who he is now. Yeah, I mean, he's just... Can you imagine him placing the order for his own custom monster helmet? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hey, AP, 
Oh, dude, right? <laughs> That'd be fucking funny, man. <laughs> hey, so Chase and I were talking about this weekend. Why do you guys think that Surratt was at the two-stroke national instead of Supercross? More money to be made, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. You know, and that's a West Coast team, right? I don't think that the Solitaire team had their whole semi or anything there. I think they... Oh, really? Yeah, they might have shipped the bike or, or had it transported or, or just something. driven it. Yeah. yeah with Wageman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think it was also, like, who's wearing points, too. Because yeah. Robbie's yeah. definitely that was, better than Ryan. Robbie told me he wanted to race, but his deal with the team, if, if he was top 10 in points, which he's 6 in points, he couldn't race, so... He's top yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I did hear that Ryan Surratt might be racing outdoors instead of works. Um, oh, really? You know, yeah, and he had a lot of top tens last year. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, huh? he might be looking for, what, for an outdoor team? ride. Maybe. Ooh, that'd be cool. No, not. I mean, he hasn't talked oh, to our team at all yet. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Well, like, the last I saw him, I was at his house, and he said he was riding <laughs> for that Pervine per- Yamaha team. I have no idea. Off-road. I don't know. Mm, for yeah. works. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Any uh, any news? I saw the he might be racing outdoors. He might be racing works. I, don't I know. saw the like sticky note or whatever Rocky Mountain KTM on Smug Mug on the door. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. weren't even there. A race yeah. A race team took that. Yeah, over. we just took it over. Yeah, nice. We had a, we had a whole deal. <laughs> yeah, it's badass. We had so much. I liked it. it. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Any more news on that stuff or no? Uh no. Uh, I think. I think we kind of saw the last of it at this point. Yeah. I, there was nobody there I, I this heard, weekend. Th- I, I heard that they were coming. I heard that they were coming. Everything's fine. And <clears throat> Shane was racing this week. <clears throat> but no, yeah. They, yeah. Hey. That, that was yeah. a lie. <laughs> Speaking of Rocky Mountain and Anstey, did you see the thing on Anstey's Instagram the story? Mm-mm. I guess Bobby Shrev was not allowed to race because he's Russian. He... Yeah. That's a FIM deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it, so that yeah that's a global decision because there's a bunch of people that have uh, like any kind of FIM sanctioned race mm-hmm. if you have a a, a Russian issued license from the RFA I think it is mm-hmm. you can't you can't compete um, the car racing association the FIA did the same thing too mm-hmm. um, so Barbershev was going to come here and race anyway it wasn't like he was ducking out of Europe because this was implemented in the MXGPs already he had already been here living in Florida, uh, but because the AMA is a signatory of the FIM, whatever the FIM mandates <clears throat> is what the AMA has to do in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I even kind of, when I saw the FIM did this, was around Daytona, and I, I asked somebody about it. They're like, oh, no, man, there's no way that the AMA is not going to let him race. Like, they'll let him race just to show everybody they'll let him race. And then, like, two weeks later, they said that he couldn't. Oh, wow. Damn. So, yeah, it's a bummer for him because he yeah. had been here and, like, riding all around Florida to get ready for this summer. Yeah. Hmm. I got to peace out. You got to go? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Any, anything else in closing? Good luck, Anton, this week. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck, dude. Are you going to watch? Trying. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. I, it's, I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll take it when it gets here. I I don't know. You should da- don't know. dad dad cam it with the yeah, press day. You gotta be no, they're care. not allowed in. Oh. Not al- you're not allowed to have any kind of video camera what? or uh, yeah until after they give you like clearance. I think oh. it's because uh, liability. If something went wrong, yeah, and then you had video footage <laughs> of it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to I tried to videotape my cat scan. You know, six weeks ago, and they wouldn't let me for legal yeah. reasons or something. But have you picked out a name? 
but it's secret for it's a little secret bit for longer. Aww. It's secret for a little bit longer, but it's cool. It's a cool name. Donnie uh, Ray Antonovich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, a little bit longer will be secret, but people find out any day. Rick? But yeah, it, I and I do have to say, Rick, uh, Rick it's very cool to hear so many people like asking about us. You know, like I, I never expected that. You know, I just like it's mine and my chick's decision. But so many guys at the races and so many fans and stuff like that. Like that really is very nice to hear. So thanks to everybody that's cared about me and my wife uh, yeah. as we get ready for this. So thank and, you. And I will say this: people listening that that want to contribute, Michael and Megan Antonovich are registered on Target.com. They <gasps> we we don't need anything. I, huh? I appreciate I just, I'm just that. Saying, yeah, I'm just saying I, because I'm going to go on there later today and. Pick out the largest thing that hasn't been bought. Do you have an air fryer? Uh, fryer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have no problem with the kitchen stuff here. Like we have that on lock. If anything, being home more, he might need a new espresso machine. The yeah. thing, the thing's always running. He oh, might need one. Yeah. He, that thing's worn need out. A new top end. It's yeah. Cut down. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. Okay. Well, Anton, good luck. We all love you and uh, love you, Harry, boys. Good luck with your therapy, and uh, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.
Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1/8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.